Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. He's used to it. Well, it's just, it's 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 hard for me to, uns- like, you watch this team every night, right? And you see them play. It's really hard for me to not see how much energy a handful of young guys provide to this team. And there's a jolt. There's a a sense of urgency. The ball hops around. Are they going to make mistakes? Absolutely, they're going to make mistakes. But to your point about freeing things up, I I think they have to do something coming up here. They're a tweak away. Like, to me, it's not some major, major move. Like, oh, they're doomed. They're not doomed. They're they're right there. They're in the mix, right? Do I think they're a contender this moment right now? No, No, I don't. But I think that they're a couple tweaks away from being right where they need to be. Look, the other night, they, they were really, really good for, like, two and a half quarters. That third quarter was really bad. But, like, you were missing CP3, Wiggins, and GP2. Those are three of your top eight guys. But, see, here's here's the problem, too. What's that? The rotation needs to be shortened. And so there's going to be some tough, tough decisions here. You play 11, 12 guys a night. It's tough. How can you get into a rhythm? Yeah. How can you build cohesion? That's a good point. When you shorten the rotation, which was shortened the last two nights, all of a sudden they're playing better. Yeah. Because guys know longer, I'm getting 20 minutes. Longer runway. I'm going to have yeah. longer runway to play, make mistakes and play through mistakes. I'm going to have an opportunity to be aggressive. I'm going to get shots. I'm going to be able to be more aggressive. I, you know, even Clay Thompson, knowing that these rotations are shortened, not to go back to Clay, but... Even he's like, you know what? I can sacrifice a couple shots here and there because I know I'm going to have runway. Draymond Green, I can let him fly a little bit because I know our guys are not here. And you see Draymond Green go back to back. Draymond Green shot 50% from the three-point line in the month of November. He's got like 18 consecutive free throws, man. Well, he missed one finally. Uh, he missed one against the Clippers, which oh, broke that streak. Yeah, that. he went three or four th- last Thursday against the Clippers. Uh, but, it, you know, he had to free, free yeah, throw. Yeah, he had to think. Like, he, he is shooting really well. And even the shot at the end of the game, look, would I like Clay to take that shot from the corner? Of course. But, like, it's a good look. No, it is a good look. It is a good look. So, Moody, does he deserve to start? Steve Kerr's got to make that decision. But it does feel like the with Moody, he's a more consistent three-point shooter than Andrew Wiggins right now. Moody shooting 37.5% for the three-point line. That opens it up a little bit more, and he's shooting it with confidence. Yes. With confidence. Andrew Wiggins right now is not shooting a three-ball with confidence. So, do you want more shooting on the floor? Because Andrew Wiggins, where he operates, is where Looney and Draymond operates at times. So I, I don't, I don't know what you do with the starting lineup. I don't know. Did you catch Steve Kerr after the loss? Like, and I know sometimes you lose a game, you you might say things that you don't mean, and we clip it, and, and we think it's the word of the, you know the gospel, if you will. But like Steve Kerr basically said that you know he really likes his team. I'll play it right now. 
It was more them than us. I, I was really pleased with the way we played. Um, you know, they got a talented team, and um, they picked up the pressure, kept us off the three-point line in the second half. And, um, uh, you know, I, I liked the... Uh, the response to that, to me, it felt like we deserved to win tonight. We took care of the ball. We kept them off the foul line. We showed poise when they made their runs. Uh, so this one hurts way more than the Sacramento game. Um, Sacramento game, we deserved to lose with all the um, crazy turnovers and fouling. Uh, this was a clean game that we played. Our guys brought spirit, effort, energy. Um, so I like this version of our team. This is the team I expect going forward, but no question that this this hurts. So, like, here's the question I have for you, B, and I didn't mean to cut you there, but do you like this team? That team that was on the court Saturday? Yeah. wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. Pajemski. Moody played his 18 minutes yeah. off the bench, 7.8 rebounds. Sard started, didn't have... Zubach really killed them yeah. in the post. His physicality. Here's the thing. One hard. It's still... You still have an issue. If you don't have a big who could protect the rim, and the Warriors don't have that right now, and Paul George mentioned it after the game, said, we know that they don't have rim protection, so we started driving to the rack, and they started driving and kicking, driving and kicking, and the Clippers were able to get 31 assists Saturday afternoon. Not having that rim protection, it hurts because do I like the team offensively? Sure. Defensively, no. You can't stand in front of anybody. Harden got to any spot he wanted to in the third quarter. Um Paul George started cooking. He got to any spot he wanted to in the second half. Yeah, missing GP2 and you Wiggins know. simultaneously in a game against it, that that it personnel. It hurt. It it showcased itself. It hurt. You know, Kawhi Leonard, he almost flirted. He flirted with a triple-double Saturday afternoon with 28-7. and seven. I guess my big so, question was like, why didn't Kaminga come back in at the end there? Yeah, 16 minutes there. Uh, he, he was ineffective Saturday. He did have the big dunk. Uh, over, he's just uh, been but so he, hit and miss. He's hit and miss. Right now, the more consistent players, Brandon Pajewski and Moses Moody. You and know, Moses Moody scored 21 Saturday afternoon. He got to the free throw line 10 times. So maybe Moses Moody does deserve to start next to Steph, Clay, and Draymond Green, and you figure out the five spot. But is Wiggins willing to come off the bench? Is well, he willing to accept that role? And do you want to bench a $100 million player? That's what we're talking about here, well, folks. I don't really care from a about business standpoint. From a but yeah, well, you always talk about it. I'm saying you're benching a $100 million player. Yeah, well, that's why if if he's not willing to accept it, then we need to make some moves. Do I like this team is the question. Like, Kerr likes the team. Do you I like, like the, the team? I don't I don't know if I like the team or not. I'm gonna They're 9 and 11. I, I'm gonna, I'm just, I'll just put my stake in the ground. I don't love the team. Yeah. I think that there, there's a, too many redundant parts. We have one-way guys that yeah. are either shooters with zero defense or all defense and not enough offense yep. or just lost, right? Yep. Like Wiggins feels lost right now. Kaminga feels a little lost right now. I think we have a lot of wing players, not enough size. We're one or two pieces off here. And I don't think it's this debacle. They're not like the worst team in the league. No. The season's not cooked. Everything's not over. No, none of those things are... But they're they're a tweak away. I I think they're a tweak away, and I think that they can make a move and be right back to where they need well, to be. They, and to me, it starts by moving one of their perimeter players to open things up for some of the young guys or yeah. whatever, or get clarity in that backcourt, and then get a big man. Brandon Pajewski, something. Brandon Pajewski getting thirty seven minutes Saturday afternoon tells you everything about this team right now. They lack playmakers, guys who can break down the defense. He's earned it, and and but they also lack guys who can stay in front of their guys' yeah, defense. True. And that's been an issue, and we're going to see it tonight against Portland. 888-957-9570. If you had to make a move, are you making a move for the go to say Warriors right now? I'll just reiterate the question Shasky asked. Do you love this team right now? Do you love the go to state Warriors as currently constructed? 
888-957-9570. Anthony Slater's going to join us. By the way, you're listening to 95.7 Game KGMZ FM and ACU San Francisco, always live on the Free Odyssey app. It is a Warriors Wednesday, brought to you by Freeman Supplies, a trusted name since 1922. Visit com today. And as I just mentioned, it is a Warriors game day, brought to you by Xfinity, the Xfinity 10G network made for streaming live sports. Hey Dub Nation, it's Chris Paul, and you're listening to The Morning Roast with Bonta Hill and Joe Shasky on 95.7 The Game. All right, CP3 may be back tonight, may be back tonight as he missed the last couple games. Remember, he bounced from the Sacramento game 16 seconds, with 16 seconds left in the first quarter with the lower left leg injury. Um, has some nerve issue there in the lower left leg, so... He should be back tonight, as will Andrew Wiggins, who missed the last two nights after slamming his right index finger into a car door. So he missed the Clipper series, a little baseball series. So we're just trying to get back on track. They're three and seven in their last ten games. They're just four and six at home. They're nine and eleven. And if the playoffs started today, they wouldn't even be a playing team. They're half game behind the Clippers and the Rockets. Phoenix Suns right there in that box. Pelicans in that box. Lakers advances to the in-season semifinals. Can't believe it got the Lakers. Can't believe they got a water timeout. That was just all-time bad. But 888-957-9570. Are you in love with this Warriors roster right now? Does a move need to be made for the Golden State Warriors as we have three days off from them after they blew a 22-point lead against the Clippers on the road? They blew two 20-point leads on the road last week. Do the Warriors need to make a move? You know, I was thinking long and hard because I was looking at all their different records over the last couple of years, right? And, and, you know, just trying to find data, right? And, like, it felt like the playoffs for this team, everything's very different, right? Yep. Everything gets it's tighter. The vets play more. Like, there's it, it, very unique circumstances happen in the playoffs. So I don't want to disregard them, but I feel like I kind of got to throw that to the side for the time being. 18-2. and 18-2. and two. From a couple years ago. Feels so far ago. Iggy was actually playing pretty well at that time. Otto Porter Jr. was playing pretty well early on at that time. Jordan Poole was playing so well. The team just looks so different from what I'm seeing right now. Right? And if you just take away that 18-2. and No, you take away a five-game winning streak. No, take away the 18-2. and They're about 10 games over 500 over the regular season over the last three years. Um and, and what has really been their bugaboo, and I think the, the number one thing that I'm noticing is teams are putting that shot blocker in the paint. Think of what Anthony Davis has done. Think of what Shingoon or, or any of those guys. Shingoon. Thank you, Goon, excuse me, has, has, has done against them where they stay in that paint, okay, and then they're going to double or blitz Steph to some degree, sometimes triple team him, and then they're going to overplay on the three-point line, and they're going to dare you to either beat them off the dribble, hit a mid-range shot, or try to out-bully them in the paint, which the Warriors have been unable to do. And so I'm looking back and I'm saying, like, well, you've got a roster that can't really solve some of those issues that teams are doing to you on a nightly basis. Um, I feel like something's got to give. And I like I like a lot well, of guys on this team. When you bring up when you bring up the record, there's 10 games after the 18-2 start. Again, there's context to it, right? You know, Clay Thompson wasn't playing back-to-backs. Steph Curry missed 36 games. And Draymond Green, no, was Draymond Green missed 36 games. And Steph missed like the last 18 of the regular season. 
So we didn't even know what they were going to look like going into the playoffs. Remember, they got hot the last five games. They won the last five games of the regular season going into the playoffs, and then Steph comes off the bench. So there's a lot of injuries here, and I know every team can make that argument. When you got a lot of guys getting in and out of the lineup, I look at the regular season record, I'm like, okay, yeah, they are a 500 team. There's, you know, you're going to be 500 when your main man doesn't play. And I get that Steph misses games. He, he's going to miss games this season. And, boy, if he does miss games, he's, hell, heck, he's already missed some games, and we've seen what happened. We saw what happened on that homestand when he missed some games. So that's going to happen. That's going to be baked into it. I get all that. But there are there are nuances to it. There is context to the record or whatnot. But last year, I look at last season, and that season was wrecked, man. That season was wrecked. It was wrecked before it started. And we had to play it out, play it out, play it out. You go on the road, you lose your first five games on the road. You're like, damn, what's going on here? Oh, I know what's going on. They're not bonding. And I know why they're not bonding. And you kind of play through it, and yet you get to the second round of the playoffs and lose to the Lakers at six. This year's a different team. Obviously, you don't have Jordan Poole. Um, there's no Otto Porter Jr. from a couple seasons ago. There's no Bielitzer from a couple seasons ago. Jermichael Green was unplayable at times. Hell, for most of the season, he was unplayable. Um, but you look at this roster here, you bring in Chris Paul, whose assist-to-turnover ratio is outstanding. But you also realize that they're going to play a lot slower with him in the basketball game. And he's older, and we all kind of knew he's going to either get hurt or need some time off. Like, right. talking about baked into the equation, right. you have to account for that when you're assembling a team and you're looking at the ages, yep. and you can't expect them to be as healthy as, let's say, just hypothetically, right. OKC. Right. They're a lot younger. And and we knew and we knew that, you know, after the Denver game, when it was all kumbaya, it was all Capri Suds and orange slices after they lost. It's like, look, man, let's see what they look like against bigger, more athletic teams. And bigger, more athletic teams have been destroying the Warriors because the Warriors are having a tough time staying in front of anybody. You're not going to just get speed all of a sudden. You know, you're not going to get younger all of a sudden overnight. Well, and I think this is where CP3 does fit the equation because he can help be that second creator in the half court, especially when I look at these these fourth quarter execution lapses. Now, he was out there for some But he's these. having a tough time breaking guys off the dribble. Of course. He's 38. That's what they I mean. mean. But that's that's exactly, that's where, and I'm not saying Jordan Poole, but that's where Jordan Poole excelled at is breaking his bad off the dribble. They missed that right now. They missed that. They don't, outside of Steph, you don't really have anybody who can do that. But, but look, compounding that problem is the fact that Wiggins has been kind of MIA this year. You know, him being a mid-range guy or being someone that you could throw the ball to the mid-block and get a bucket or go downhill and, and get a bucket, like, he's not giving you that. It, it feels like it's been about a year where he's just been meh. Well, let's listen to this because I want to wake up these airlines. 888-AIRWAVES. Uh, 888-957-9570 is the number. Anthony Slater is going to join us at 8 o'clock. Kate Rooney, 920. By the way, Brian Baldinger will join us live in studio from 8 to 10 o'clock. 8 to 10 o'clock on Friday. Baldy will be live in studio. We'll have some fun. We'll have What's some good conversation. What's going on, Roasters? Yeah, that's right. It won't be a and a We'll just converse. We'll just chop it up uh, with three of us here. But, ah, oh, man, this is great stuff from Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. Now, I know a lot of Warrior fans will scoff at Paul Pierce for the beef with Draymond Green, but they have a fun show. I like KG. I like Paul Pierce. They keep it all the way 100, and these are two Hall of Famers. Like, lost in the sauces, Paul Pierce was one of the greatest Celtic scorers oh, of all time. That's not even up for debate. The truth. The truth will set you free. That is the truth. Well, Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett, they were talking about the Golden State Warriors and having a discussion. Here's Paul Pierce on Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole. The Warriors. Yeah. Are you worried? 
And if so, yeah, what is like, your level of worry, number-wise, one to ten? Uh, right now, currently, I'm worried. It's like an eight. Wow. Yeah, because wow. for the simple fact. That's major, Pete. Yeah, that's major. Well, the mistakes that, well, actually, the, the Golden State, it's on them, but it's on the players that they brought in. Like, think about this. Like, right now, with that core, if Wiseman had turned into what they needed him to turn mm. into. Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole. Uh, uh, Kaminga. Kaminga and Wiggins was part and, of that. And, and Wiggins, you know, they're supposed to keep the dynasty going. Mm-hmm. But they didn't pan out like they thought they would because no way it should be all this stuff talked about Clay Thompson when you brought Wiggins in to, you know, eventually take on that type of Clay Thompson role to take the pressure off of him to mm-hmm. where he don't have to as he gets older and the miles under his belt, right. dealing with the injuries, dealing with the long playoff runs. Wiggins supposed to be giving you with Clay giving you now to where Clay could kind of step and take a step back and be like the third wheel. You, so- you know what I'm saying? So that's them on Wiggins, Poole, and Kaminga supposedly uh, supposed to help out the core. The core and extended hard to argue with that. It's with hard that to point. argue. It's hard to argue with that. And I mean, I, I look. I think it's easy to say the last year for Wiggins for a variety of reasons. Okay, some of which we all understand. Okay, it has been underwhelming. Yep, he has not given them the bang for the buck. Then I go. I turn the page to Kaminga. All right, Kaminga has not taken off the way we all want him to take off. Like, he does some good things, and then he has a couple of bad games where he's literally unplayable. So it feels like one step forward, two steps back. Now, we can argue about runway and how much time, but to me, he has not consistently made it. I have to play. Like, if he continued to play really well, like right now, Pajemski, for example, has made the most of a lot of his opportunities. Now, I think he's gotten a pretty long runway, but right. he's been, he's made the most of them. It feels every- like he's gotten more of a runway to Kaminga and Moody, and they've been here for three years. I also think that he's brought a little more to the table than, than Kaminga at times in terms of IQ, feel, pass, defensive, well, uh, you know. That's the thing with Kaminga, though. He could pass. When he's in that dunker, he's an underrated passer. At no point have I saw he's not a dumb player. I said, like, get him out of the game. He's right. unplayable. Would you agree? Uh, uh, at times, I'm like, uh, kid's a little wild. Kid's a little wild at times. But like, there are games like, where Saturday, JK looks like, lost. Yeah, there are games. And there it's different games. because I, I believe when you have a ball in your hand, you, you're going to look more acclimated to the offense if exactly. you're a, a point guard as opposed to a wing player. It's hard and, to get going as a, a wing lot player. More that season. I acknowledge. And a lot more college seasoning. Well, that's, but but, but that's un- we got to be careful here. He's playing a lot of minutes, and the Clippers figured him out, and they went at him Saturday. No, they went at him. I don't think anyone thinks you he's know? the answer. Right. So I'm just you know, using him as a comparative right. piece. No, I, when I, I'm talking I, I, about, I understand about what you're doing. And then obviously, why I understand what you're bust. doing, but that you talk about that runway. Kaminga hasn't gotten that runway. Whether or not he is lost to the sauce at times. Look, Thursday night he played very well against the Clippers. He was efficient, six and nine. He scored twenty one. He was rebounding. It was like, wow, look at J.K. taking that next step. And then Saturday, he gets 16 minutes. You know, so the inconsistencies with minutes, and he gets in his own head thinking, boy, I'm not even playing yet. But, but I want to go. But here's to- uh, real quick before you go to that sound there has to be some give, and then someone else on the other end has to take a little. So who is the person that well, he is playing with this, at their expense? Is it Wiggins or Clay? This has to be on Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr has to make, because Steve Kerr admitted that it was wrong to pull Moody in the Sacramento game. Uh huh. Steve Kerr obviously went with his veterans. Steve Kerr has got to adapt and say, you know what? Let me ride these youngsters a little longer. Now, he had to ride Pajinski. I get it. Chris Paul's out. Yeah, and he th- played 37 minutes, and he had some moments. But, boy, in that third quarter, James Harden said, please, you want to you you keep, keep this kid in front of me? 
It was not a good night for him defensively in that game. It well, was not. The other element, which I, I think we've kind of actually undersold, it's like you lost a 23-year-old who played every game for the last three years in Jordan Poole. We could talk about all the things he's not, right? But availability and just being a ball handler and a, oh. and a consistent scorer, like there is – there's something to be said for playing every game. Well, no, there's something to be said for scoring 20 a night in the NBA. Andre Iguodala said you're he right, had a bad year. Right, he scored right. 20 points a game. No, you're and right. People laugh at that. You're right. People laugh at that like it's so easy. Oh, he scored 20 points a game. Ah, blah, blah, blah. But he was a guy who could get to the free throw line and break down the defense. He was a headache. There's no doubt about it at times. It's undeniable. Well, but like, I, I just wonder said, why he became a headache. Well, <laughs> I wonder why. That doesn't excuse uh, all of his decisions. I wonder why. Court, you get punched in the face. If I ever punched no, you in the no, face, no, the mean, show would be done, Shasky. Of course like, it would. Seriously. But, but, but be like... He's not a perfect ah. player. He was an ascending player, and we he's gave not. him up for a 38-year-old who's more injured. And although he's a very good player, and I really like Chris Paul, that was your one trade piece. And you've got slower. And older. So Paul And Pierce, less available. So here's Paul, Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. Garnett, do they need to make moves? Do the Warriors need to make moves? What do you do? What's the solution to all this, Pete? Did you break this up? You gotta make a try. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. And two, it's too, make a too heavy on Steph. I still believe in Steph. I believe in him, I believe too. in Draymond that you can still build around them if you put the right pieces. That they can win a championship. But you got to make some moves. As currently constructed, this team is barely a playoff team. I know this team is not a playoff team. It's not a playoff team. At all. Well, a play-in no. team? No. Not at well, all. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Well, I'm just I'm just watching teams get better than them. So, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce. What, what, what's the name of Kevin Garnett's podcast? It was on Showtime. Uh, it's really I, – I love KG. I know some people don't like him. I love KG because he gave you everything he had every single night on the basketball court. But are they a playoff team right now? 888-957-9570. And I may agree with them. Right now, number one is Minnesota. They're 15-4, and four, and they're rolling. They look hungry and young. And Big. it looks like Gobert has unlocked the fountain of youth for Defensive Player of the Year. KG Certified. KG Certified is the podcast. And you can watch it on YouTube. KG Certified. Really good. So Minnesota's 15-4, number one. Oklahoma City, who we'll see Friday night again for the fourth time this season. And they just swept the Warriors to Chase Center. Young they're and 13-6. Young and hungry. With with. Wow, I mean, they, they might have three of the more fun players in the league right now. All right. SGA, Giddy. I know Giddy's got stuff yeah, going on. Yeah. And obviously, Chet Holmgren has been outstanding. 
Jaylen outstanding. Jalen Williams from Santa Clara. Yes. Jalen Williams from Arkansas. One, the shooters off the bench. Lou Dort. Isaiah Joe. Yeah, Lou Dort's playing well. Yeah, torture Chamber. Uh, it's no, the best nickname right now. Number three in the West. It's the Denver Nuggets. They're the champs. <laughs> With the, only the best player on the planet. Yeah, and they're 9-0 and at home. Good luck beating them at Denver. Not even playing close. No, the they're, they're they're coasting right now. They're 5-5 five and five in their last 10. They're two games out of first place. Then you got the Lakers. As much as I don't like the Lakers, I know the Lakers will make a move, and they still have LeBron and AD. It also Reeves compliments them well, and they're a factor. They're a tough team to beat in a seven-game series. When AD plays well... Like you're remind like last night. What do you have? Like twenty five and fifteen or whatever. 15 whatever it was. rebounds. Yeah, yeah twenty seven. Like, he's just a monster. Nurkic was a non factor. I mean, yeah. Nurkic was a non factor. So the Lakers are a problem. He's a monster, and they're better than the Warriors. Well, in Austin, like they've got nice role players that yep. understand. Hey, if I got to start, I'll start. If I got to come off the bench, I come off this. Like there doesn't seem to be. I don't know. They they just all seem to be on the same page. So then you get the Sacramento, Dallas, and Phoenix. We haven't seen Dallas yet. We know about Luca and Kyrie. Tim Hardaway Jr. We'll see about them. Phoenix, they beat the Warriors twice already. We'll see them next Tuesday night. Kevin Durant and Devin Booker playing at a very high level. And then you get Sacramento, who the Warriors are 2-1 and one against. But that they're a lot closer. That gap ain't that wide between Sacramento and the Golden State Warriors, if it is a gap at all. And then you get the Clippers, who are trying to figure things out. They're 6-4 in the last 10. And you get the Pelly Pels. Trey Murphy third is back. Herb Jones is back. And they dismantled Sacramento the other night. They've dismantled Sacramento three times in the last three weeks. So as you read all of those off. Oh, and then one more team. Yes. Because the Warriors are now 11th in the West. <laughs> you know who's in 10th place? The Houston Rockets. Oh. They're 8-9. Well, you struggled to put away. They're, now, the Rockets are funny. They're 8-1 at home. They're 0-8 on the road. <laughs> but Emo Duncan, they're no punks. That's for sure. Bonte, so after you've read off all of that and where the Warriors lie in terms of the standings, are they a playoff team? I, I have, I mean, by by playoff you mean play in? Like they're not even a play in team right I now. I know, but you're asking me seven, eight, nine, uh, you know, seven, eight, and then nine, right. ten. Sure, they're a play in team. That's pretty disappointing. Mm. I just think they're underperforming. And I think that they've got some redundant parts, and they need to they need to provide clarity. They, they've got too many too many what ifs up in the air. Well, what if should I should I start this guy? Should I play this guy longer? Should I close with that guy? Right. They need a clear pecking order. And right now, I don't think that they have it. And it feels like you have older players that are in transition, and you have younger players who will never get the benefit of the doubt because of the way that the pecking order is going right now. Now, Clay Thompson, and I want to ask you about Steve Kerr in a second, Shasky. Because I'm with you. I, I think you got to shorten the rotation. You got to find some cohesion here. Just clean you gotta, it up. Guys need to Just know clean who it to up. play. Exactly. Yeah. And that sounds a Steve clear. Kerr. So there's a Steve Kerr question for you in a second. But before we get to the sound, what uh, KG certified about Clay Thompson, his last seven games have been a little bit better. They've been clunky at times, but in his last seven, Clay Thompson shooting 41 percent from the floor and 40 percent from three. He's scoring 19 a game, four and a half rebounds, three assists. You see the effort, and I know we don't pay guys for effort. We pay them for production. But the production is there the last seven games. There's no doubt Klay Thompson can't defend at the level he used to defend at. I'm not dismissing that. And, you know, is there a bench conversation for him? Sure. I think it's a conversation for everybody outside of Stephen Curry. That's – I mean, that, that's just, I would agree it is with that. what it is. Yeah, I would agree with that but Paul, Paul Pierce and KG on Klay struggling since the injuries. So Klay Thompson was a, a, a great two-way player. Yeah. And I thought at first his defense was ahead of his, sh- his scoring. Then he became a dynamic scorer mm-hmm. who could still defend. 
Wiggins, I'm not calling him that dynamic scorer, but he was definitely supposed to step in and take the burden of whoever's the best guard yeah. of the night. If they playing Luca, uh, uh, Clay, go play, um, go play somebody else. Uh, Wiggins will take Luca, blah, 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 right? right? All, All the down. tough matchups. Yeah. And he hasn't panned out, P. Dealing with the injuries, the miles, you know, all that he's been through. That's why they brought a Wiggins in. But Wiggins ain't took that challenge to where I need to be the second in charge behind Curry to where Wiggins should be out there giving you 20, 25 a night at this stage because he's young legs. He's still athletic. He, you know, he ain't got the same miles as these other guys. And he ain't stepped up. So they're putting it on Wiggins to step up. Well, I, Wiggins is in his prime. Yeah, he yeah. needs to step up. But to me, like, we could point fingers at individual guys. I'm kind of with the overall, you know, the overall theme of the, of where we're – there's a lot of guys that are either inconsistent right. or underperforming. So, like, it, 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 Wiggins is a, is a big part. I don't want to say that he's not. But it's not all on Wiggins. It's definitely not all on Clay. You know, I, Draymond's been better. But, Draymond, you got suspended for five games. You know, that didn't help the team. Um, you know – Steph Curry is minted. He's certified. Steph Curry had the ball multiple times mm. at the end of that game, of the Clipper mm. game, and didn't get the greatest looks. Nope. And and I don't know. Look, there have been multiple. Look, I love Steph. Steph's still at his, at his all-time high. Something's going on with the turnovers, yep. and it's not just on him because personnel dictates a lot of this. Yep. He's getting blitzed to death right no now, doubt. and and he's no as sloppy as he's ever been. Yep. So he needs to be more prepared yeah, for no what doubt. the defenses are prepared. And I'm you're, not, you're right. I'm not no. trying to crush. We love no, no, Steph. No, 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 no. Well, but let's you're, call a spade right. a spade. But even Steph will tell you exactly. He can't turn it over. I just feel like we're going Sacramento at Clay game. and Wiggins, and no, I, yes, no. they're a big part of it. No, but no, like, it's, my it's lead everybody. dog is. He, he hasn't performed in the fourth quarter with two minutes to go. So he, like, like he, I expect him to. Well, in the last week. Yeah, in the last. In that's the last what I mean. Week. In the last, in the last week. week. In the yeah. last week, you get Sacramento. Okay, see, okay, you get, yeah, yeah, you get, you get to Sacramento. You don't, you turn the ball over. Draymond and Steph has some atrocious turnovers <laughs> in the last few seconds. You get, a, you get a missed shot there from Steph, and then you get the pass to Draymond Green. And look, the shot was fine. Draymond Green shot fifty percent for three in the month of November. He's actually oh. shooting the ball a lot. He was four of I eight can't believe against the Clippers. Shooting. He looked amazing. He's four of eight against the Clippers. Saturday afternoon, and that's Mully, why I like the. Mully's been thing. saying that, and I've kind of echoed Mully sentiments. Chris Mullen, that is, shoot the three ball yes. seven to eight times. I'm with you. I have no problem with it. If you make half of them, great. It's awesome. It's awesome. But does a move need to be made? And then it gets to Steve Kerr. Has Steve Kerr done the best job this season as head coach to go to State Warriors? Um. No. How do you assess his job no, through? I, I think games? it's I think it's really easy for me to sit here and nitpick not fouling in the OKC game and nitpick you know taking Moody out, uh, nitpick you know lots of little things, not playing Kaminga more or specific lineups and things like that. Maybe playing the too big lineup way too much for my liking. There is a lot of things that we get Corey Joseph minutes at times over Pajemski, but here's here's where I would come back to. I'm looking at the roster that he's being dealt, and I would say I'm not sure how many coaches in the history of the game would be maximizing this team. Like, yeah. what? I, I, who do you think is the best coach ever? It would be between Phil Popovich, Pat Riley. Okay. Old names that and, I would and, have. I mean, and, and, and look, we could say Red Arbach. Got to throw him in there. Got to throw him in there. Red Holzman. Even if you um, want to throw the guy in Miami, you know, Spolstra in Spolstra, there. Spolstra. Fine. You know, they, so, so, but like, even if we, all those guys are coaching right. simultaneously. What are they? 
two or three wins better? Maybe. You think more? Well, Pop, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a tough question to answer. Because guys have been really it's inconsistent tough, and unavailable. Because I think game by game, Spolster's game plans, he'll still win here and there. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And you look up. You look at the Miami. But he's he, cutthroat, B. He's cutthroat. He is. I mean, this is and a he'll man. bench somebody. He'll bench. That's what I'm saying. You know, he'll bench a Wiggins. Know, like, he'll bench a Clay if it, if it needed uh, to come to that. Yeah. And I'm not saying we should, they should bench Clay or bench Wiggins. I'm not saying that at all. Well, but that's where, like, so you're, you're at, I don't know. Like, you can't be loyal and then say, well, the coach is underperforming, but right. I but I prefer loyalty. Like, right. I just think Steve Kerr's in a really tough spot. I think he's juggling a lot of plays. And, and he's in a contract here. Yes. And I, he's in a contract here. I don't here. think which, he's which, been you know, excellent. Yeah, I don't think he's been excellent. I'm trying to no. this I'm like a word salad here. Right. I don't think he's been excellent. But Bonte, I also don't think he's been served a I, great dish. I, I would say this. I would say this. And I, it's hard for me to say because I've never been in that position before. But if I'm entering a contract year, you know, whether it's at ninety five seven, NBC, you gotta let it fly. You gotta just do you. You gotta go out guns blazing. You know what I'm saying? You gotta give everything you got and just say F it. And right now, I want to see Steve Kerr do that. What does that mean? Just say, what does that mean? If it means if Moody's rolling in crunch time, I can't pull him. If Pajinski's rolling in crunch time and Chris Paul's over there and he's having a better game, you know what, Chris Paul, you're not playing. If Kaminga's rolling and you got a bench clay and Wiggins at crunch time, then damn it, so be it. They got to sit on the bench at crunch time. You got to roll. You got to win games, man. It's about winning. It's a production-based business. Joe Lacob, I know, wants to see some of the youngsters. So then, then he wants to win. How do you think Joe Lacob's feeling right oh, now, no. paying all these taxes I, for this roster, I a nine and eleven roster? He's, he's frustrated, frustrated because the expectation coming into the season, and we haven't heard this word recently: connectivity. We haven't heard that in the last couple of weeks with the Golden State Warriors. So, but here, here, it's easy to say that, and I agree with you in the moment. Yes, all those things. But as a coach, don't you also have to balance out the emotions yeah, and no the individuals? You know what? And you might lose a guy for the well, entire year well, based off who they are. You know what? You know what? The rotations today, right, with Chris Paul and Andrew Wiggins, it's going to get a little more complicated. Yeah. you got to have tough conversations, and then it's on the player to check themselves. Okay. Whether it's – I don't care who it is. You name a player. They've got to check their ego. I would agree with that. And if you're a team player, you have to do what's best for the team. You have to do what's best for the team. Now, it's different with David Lee because, obviously, Kerr, that wasn't Kerr's guy, and Kerr came in as a first-year head coach, but David Lee was the ultimate team guy and said, Jeremiah's got my spot. I don't have a spot on this team. You know what? I'll be the best team that I could be. I'll be Guys got to chuck it. They got to suck it up. Because it's about winning games. Now, we can. I know everybody wants to point, pinpoint Clay again. I'll read the numbers again over his last seven. If you look at Andrew Wiggins, you look at Clay Thompson, and you had to pick between the two, and I'm not, I don't want to put, I don't want to mm-hmm. pit the two together. I'm not trying to do that. But Clay's been better over the last seven. Andrew Wiggins is still shooting 26% from the three-play line. And I think on this roster that wants to play a lot faster and wants a lot more spacing, I choose to shooter over the guy who's struggling with the shot. So I'm choosing Clay Thompson, who's shooting 40% from three in his last seven and giving you 19 points per game over what Andrew Wiggins is doing. So let me play the devil's advocate. They've had Clay Thompson to close almost every one of those games, and they've had consistent failures scoring in the half court in the fourth quarter. So and and not getting certain stops. So like I, I feel like we're all tiptoeing around the like yes Wiggins has been not good and I'm not here to like cape up for Wiggs like quite honestly I feel like Wiggs is the piece who, that they, so who has the ball up. who has the ball in their hands at crunch time in the half court 
Well, it's t- primarily Steph, Cur- uh, Steph Curry. And who else? And whoever Draymond else. Green. C- CP3. And Draymond Green, right? And, well, Draymond Green, yes, you're right. right. No, you're right. You're right. I've, I don't know why I didn't even think of him. So, so the floor spacing, still, it's a little better, but it's not that much better. And it's not going to get better if you pull Clay and you play Wiggins. Now, I get if you want to make the defensive argument, fine. But Wiggins hasn't defended at that level no. this season. No, no. So no. how much defense am I really getting from him? No, but I think I, where I guess I get confused is that like anyone can come out at any time, but not him. Who Clay? Yeah, no, I said I, that. I just no, think that it's no, all... no, no. Nobody said that. Nobody saying that at all. We we had the conversation Wednesday night. Nobody was listening to me when I said. Clay should have been a guy out in 426. Not Andrew Wiggins. Should have been Clay. I said that. He was one to five in the second half, three points in the second half after having a dynamic first half scoring 17. And I said, if I had to pick and choose a guy who should have came out at that basketball game at that moment, it probably should have been Clay Thompson. So nobody's saying that Clay's untouchable in crunch time. Nobody's untouchable outside of Stephen Curry. And you're probably not going to touch Draymond Green because he is your communicator on defense. So everything else is fair game. And I've said that over and over and over again. And I knew this would be a problem this year. It wasn't about who's starting. It's about who's finishing the damn basketball game. And Steve Kerr mentioned it back on October 24th. I'm going to go by feel. I'm going to go by flow. Well, it looked like Saturday he did that. Because he went with Pajimski down the stretch. Which I, I commended him for. And and their and best Moody. player and their best player didn't execute in the final couple possessions. Exactly. Now it's not all on him. They also hit really good shots on the other end. Paul George. I mean, right. It, it was a spectacular performance by him late in that game. So I don't know. I just I'm looking at these common denominators, and I I don't I don't know what like again. It's not all on one guy at any point. But when you lose. Uh, and the way that you're losing in terms of executing on both ends of the floor in the end of games, fourth quarter, some's got us. We got to shake some stuff up. Right. Like, they've already kind of shaken up the double big lineup, and I'm glad it's a little long overdue. I'm I'm good to see it like playing out. And Sarich, here's the thing with Sarich, like. Sarich only works for a short period of time against certain teams. Right. Like Sarich isn't a cure all. You no. know. Like so that goes back to like, the overall roster to me is a little flawed. Like, do you start Sarge against DeAndre Ayton tonight? Oh, that's not a matchup I like. Now, on the flip side, Sarge could get Ayton out of the paint. He'll stretch that's Ayton true. out. And get Draymond and, some good looks. And either Ayton sags in the paint and Sarge gets wide open threes, or Ayton p- pulls up on Sarge, gets in the face, and all of a sudden he creates open lanes. And all of a sudden you don't have room protection. So there's a give and take there can, with can, DeAndre Ayton. Can this roster right now have a winning record by Christmas? I don't know. Well, let's look at the schedule. Uh, we could play the schedule game here because honestly, <laughs> we're twenty games in. Yeah, I know, and we we kind of know GMs, coaches know what kind of team they have. Got about twenty 60 games left. In. So you got that's fine. We need that because Giants baseball it could be much better. No, no. What, I, what <laughs> uh, I'm saying no, is that a big chunk of the season has occurred. Yeah, 20, 20 games in. So you get Portland tonight, OKC Friday, Phoenix Tuesday. You get the Clippers again on Thursday in LA. Then you get Brooklyn. Then you get Portland again. Then you get Boston. You get the return to Jordan Poole, and you get Portland again, and then you get Denver on Christmas Day. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven games. Ten games, ten games. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten games until Christmas. You say a winning record. Yeah. So they basically have to go seven and three to have a winning record. Mm-hmm. Can you win the two games against Portland? Well, you got three games at Portland during the stretch. You got to win all of them. You got to win all of them. You have to beat Washington. That's a favorite. I mean, like in terms of like 
if you're looking at odds, I like my odds in terms of who the teams are that you that you rattled off there. Like they should win some of these. But so that's four wins. Yeah, they have to win them all though. They have to win them all. <laughs> they that's have four. to win them all. Figure you got to beat Brooklyn on a Saturday night at home, even though they got some dudes. <laughs> They got some dudes. See, this is where I struggle. It's hard <laughs> to say anything is a guarantee. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to get here. So I'm trying to get to. That's why then I get the Clippers I, I again, know, and then you get in. Then you're in the Valley again against Phoenix, and you got OKC on Friday. I just feel like you never know. Oh, by the way, the Boston Celtics is probably playing better basketball than anybody in the league. You ever watch that episode of Sopranos where Chris and Paulie go into the woods and they're trying to track down the Russian guy who they were gonna kill? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the all-time great episodes. Yeah, yeah. And they're walking around the woods, and they keep walking in a circle. The guy who was uh, messing with uh, uh, his wife, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, with and, the ponytail. Yes. <laughs> and they keep walking in a circle, and, and, they're, and they're getting colder, and Chris is getting hungrier, and Paulie's getting more irritated, yep. and yep. Chris got hit with the shovel, and so his mm. head's bleeding. and going. That's what I feel like what this year's Warriors team is. It's like they're walking around in a circle, and they think that they're about to find the road. They think they're about to find their car, and it's like we're just stuck in this vortex, yeah. and we need Tony Soprano to well, come and save us. Well, Tony Soprano's dead, so he's not going to save us. Well, he at that point in the episode, us. he was busy you know. with his guma. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but That's five what one I, oh. I keep coming back to. I'm telling you, man, I, I think they need a little tweak here. Well, 510, uh, the more in-depth this convo gets, the more evident that there are too many holes in this team. <laughs> That's... It's not a playoff team. So... Are they a playoff team? We're going to talk to Anthony Slater in about 12 minutes. 11 minutes. And we could have a nice in-depth conversation with Anthony Slater. Now, I'll pull up the Portland Trailblazers injury report in just a second because i got to find out who's in and out. They've had, We've had three days off. Um, I tried to check out the Warriors for a second because that loss. I'm telling you, Saturday afternoon, I was like, damn, I'm driving home. For, and, and Bully did a great job and you know, because there were some good that came out of that. Moody was good. Pajemski had Pajemski was good. Yeah. You know, there was some good. Uh, the flow. I thought, I thought Clay was good offense, at, at points in that game. Offense was good. He like, hit some big shots to stabilize the lead. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, I think it was like three shots in a row to put them up 10-11. Like, he, he had moments in that game. But, boy, you blew a 22-point lead. I'm having a meltdown. No and lead the, is safe with this team right no, now. No, and, and I, I almost had a meltdown Saturday watching that because I know everybody was out and about. They were having lunch, and there were people hitting me up. I forgot the Warriors had a game. It's like, oh, no, they had a game all right. You want some positive? What's some Dre positive? has hit multiple threes in seven games this year. I know. Last year? He only did it six times. Well, the guys, notice the spread of those threes he's had the last few games? What? They're all in the first quarter. He's seven of eight from three in the first quarter of the last three games. He's one of five in all the other quarters. Yeah, yeah that's, you know, we're keeping it positive. So, so the script is working for him. So whatever Steve Kerr's <laughs> script is, the first quarter script is going exactly as planned. Oh. But once they deviate off the script, he can't play from behind. Great, Mongo. Bye-bye. I did not know that he was one of five outside of that. Yeah, That's, I did. Wow. I, I was trying to keep it positive. I was trying to put a positive <laughs> try, spin on it. I was it. trying to dress it up. <laughs> well, no, it just means that if you want to see Draymond hit threes, you want to get there early and get to your seat at tip-off. Oh, boy. Don't do not do that. So both don't Chris Paul that. and Wiggins are probable? Yes. All right, probable. so if that's the case, it feels like to me, Dre, Steph, Clay, Wiggins, who's your fifth starter? Is it Sarich? Is it Moody? To I, me, again, okay. to me, I, I don't really care. I don't really care about who's starting and who's not. 
I just want to see how the rotation shake out. Are you going 11 deep? Are you going 9 deep? Who's getting 20 minutes? Who's getting 25 minutes? What about Moody, Pajewski, and Kamiga? Where are their minutes? Because when we talk about lack of athleticism and we talk about you know guys who can break down opposing players off the dribble, I need the youth infusion. I need these guys to play because they're getting to the 50-50 balls. Yeah, but that's got to come at the end. That's what, it, so that's what so I'm saying. Is, I feel so like I'm, Chrissy I, and Paulie were so, so I, I, so I see I, the same I, rock. So you asked me the question. I just gave it to you. I don't care about who starts. <laughs> who's getting minutes? And who's Who getting, is getting minutes? So, like, the common denominator of the second half – uh, stumbles is what? Tired legs? Lack of execution? Not knowing your role? Fouling. Fouling? They started fouling again. That's what it is? That started fouling? Foul- well, they're the third worst team in the league at fouls per game. That, no, that is one of the many and, and, and so, things plaguing but them. But when you get turnovers and you get fouls, and you think about the third quarter in which the game flipped, Hart lived at the free throw line. Lived at it. What happened to when, oh, Steph gets blitzed, Draymond gets the ball kicked to him, and we just dismantle you from there. Where are all the knockdown shooters? Well, Wiggins is shooting 26%. Kamiga shooting 25%. Moody's been one of your more consistent shooters, shooting 37.5%. Let's squeeze in Coach real quick in Vallejo. Coach in Vallejo uh, on the roast on 95.7 game. Coach, what's up, man? You got a solution? Uh, yes, I do, actually, and it's pretty drastic. But they need someone else to probably coach this team because Kerr is looking at this bunch as if they're 25 and 26 years old. I mean, it's and like uh, Shasky said, those fouls and things is because these old guys can't get there. Their legs are tired. You know, he looks at these guys just like if I were to ask you to uh, picture you're a prom queen in, when you were in high school. But when you see her at the grocery store, she's 45 years old now. And she does, and she's not the same. So I think that's what's happening with Kurt. <laughs> he's looking at these guys, <laughs> and he's looking at these guys. He's looking at like it's a 25 year old, you know, Clay Thompson, a 24 year old Draymond. No, he doesn't look at these guys as they are now. So I think we need another coach who could be a little bit more, you know, objective and not so, you know, wrapped up emotionally with the guys. Well, you may need, you may be getting another coach because he doesn't have an extension yet. And, you know, at the Warrior Summit, there's rumors where Dibley brought up a group said that, hey, Steve Kerr's going to sign his extension in three weeks. And here we are eight weeks later still waiting on an extension. So what is going on with the extension? You know what I always think about? And I actually think Dunleavy's first draft is looks right now, early returns are looks pretty promising. Solid. Solid. Yeah, it does. You know, I don't know what it'll end up being. I just keep thinking about, man, what was Bob Myers going to do? What was he thinking? What is Dunleavy going to do different from what Bob Myers was going to do? Are they on question. the same page in terms of their thought process? Well, obviously, Dunleavy doesn't have ties to the core, right? Does he? I don't think so. Well, Clippers, Clippers in that third quarter when they flipped that game, they outscored the Warriors 37-25. to 25. They got to the free throw line eight times. Eight times. James Harden started getting comfortable. He had 15 in that third quarter. And it's tough for Pajewski because you try to stay in front of him. Harden's a crafty dude when it comes to fouling. Well, at the beginning of the year, yeah. I didn't have Pajemski guarding right. Harden in I game didn't 20. I, I didn't either. With the game on the line. I didn't either. But I don't know what Bob Myers would have done. We could ask Anthony Slater, though. 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. Anthony Slater coming up. But first, the injury report. 
It's time for the injury report. It really hurts. Brought to you by Boxer and Gerson, Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm, helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years. Warriors could be a little healthier tonight against the Blazers, as Steve Kerr said yesterday that Chris Paul, who has missed the last two games with a nerve issue in his left leg, participated in practice and is probable for tonight's contest. Kerr also added that Andrew Wiggins, who slammed his finger in a car door last week, is also probable to play tonight against the Portland Trail Blazers. Warriors try to get closer to 500. They're 9-11. and 9-11. and 11. This is one of those games you got to have. Don't forget the first 10,000 fans. Get a Draymond Green bobblehead to Blazers. They are six and thirteen on the season. Six and thirteen. We'll see who they trot out there uh, on the on the floor tonight against the Golden State Warriors at Chase Center. The injury report brought to you by Boxer Gerson, Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm, helping injured workers get their lives back for over forty years. What's coming up on the game? Sponsored by Three Mile Bank, full service banking, no compromises. The one and only Anthony Slade. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.